Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Kenny, when you guys do have that bad first half, are you saying anything at halftime or making adjustments in the second half to make sure that those guys that, you know, sometimes haven't done the best with adversity in situations like that but don't make it go from bad to worse? I'm throwing everything I can on the wall. I'm trying to challenge guys to be better. We can't win. Oh, some very damning sound from one Kenneth Payne, head coach of the Louisville basketball team. You're right, Kenny. You can't win as the Cardinals lost their fifth straight and their, well, gosh, is here, eighth out of their last ten games. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk about that and more. It's the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. Max Godby will be along shortly. James Black is here. I'm James yeah, damn right. James is here, and we've got you for the next three hours. And look, we're wide open today. 437-9680. So send us your text into the UPS Jobs text line. Uh, no guests. As you all know, uh, we like to kind of, on Mondays, react to the games and, and, and see how, how Max and I are feeling about things. And, and there's a lot. Look, there's a lot to go over today. We can't win. <laughs> we'll we'll start with old KP and the cards. They'll be they'll be first. I've got some Kenny Payne sound. I have some John Calipari sound. I kind of want to see uh, what I want to play here. We'll play that here in the first segment. If we don't get to it, we'll play the second segment. But uh, James Black, one of the things that, that tickles him more than anything else is Kenny Payne sound. He loves it. I don't know what James is going to do when they have a new coach next season. And I mean, cutting Mick Cronin sound just won't hit the same. Or it's gonna be like Satterfield. I'm gonna keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta keep it going. We gotta keep these Kenny Payne sound bites along, you know, around here as long as we can. But yeah, if it's if it's if it's Scott not Scott Satterfield, but if it's Mick Cronin or if it's Chris Beard. I don't know Mick Cronin could probably he'll have some if it is Mick Cronin as as the Brat Brom home Twitter account relentlessly tweets me after every single tweet I feel like hashtag tag Mick is the pick. I mean, he'll he'll provide you some sound bites. He's not exactly the most warm and cuddly guy. I mean, he, he did he did say earlier this season to his UCL players, UCLA players, they should go home to mama uh, if <laughs> if it's too difficult for them. So if Mick is indeed the pick, uh, we'll we'll have some sound from him. But I mean, so we'll, we'll talk about Louisville losing Kentucky. 
gets off the uh, the losing side of things. They win a road game without Rob Dillingham and uh, with uh, I, with 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 Zvonimir Visich is now puzzling, and we'll we'll get into we'll dive into that later uh, when Max comes in. Uh, we'll talk about that. Antonio Reeves uh, finally starting to get some some All American love and some SEC Player of the Year love. Also, uh, Mark Stoops uh, sent out a press release, and we'll get to that sooner rather than later. Uh, Eric Wolford officially named the offensive line coach at Kentucky, uh, so we'll dive into that. And then, yeah, I, I, I had the Louisville fans are going to get mad at me, but I, I don't care if if you are mad at me, and I will we'll get to it later. But you, you you're already mad at me anyway because I, I like the Cates. I'm a big blue belly, and I like the Cates. So anything James Strebel has to say about the cards ain't worth a plug nickel. You hear me? Cards till I die. Anyway, you're not it gonna- is what it is. We got to go out and fight and take one. <laughs> yeah, take take. What are we taking, KP? What are we? Gonna, what are you taking? I don't. Not a victory. That's <laughs> not a victory. But but I like Lamar Jackson. Let me down as much as any football player ever yesterday. Like he he let he let he let me down. He he let Baltimore down. He let he let America down. He, he let communism win yesterday. I, I can't help I can't help it. I didn't I didn't play the game. I was I just I just watched it and and, and it's not all his fault. I am not gonna sit here and be the I blame Lamar guy. I know his wide receivers, uh Zay Flowers quit being a, a bonehead, uh don't fumble at the one yard line. And, and, and then uh, I know that the officials weren't calling the Kansas City uh secondary for anything. Uh, I know that's all that's all apparent. But uh, Lamar Jackson, you still we, we put all of our hopes and prayers and wishes into you lamb lamb and you let us down and i'm not happy we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about the nfl playoffs uh later on in the show with max gobby I'll, I'll start with Louisville here because fr- frankly i don't i don't know you know what what else we can say here folks uh, it's 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 the most uh, uninteresting conversation uh on sports radio locally i i feel like uh and you know they they do it again they go (laughs) it just it's the most amazing thing it really is they they looked about as bad as humanly possible i mean not they even looked bad for them in in the first half they were stuck on nine points for what it seemed like an eternity there wasn't there wasn't anything anybody could do it was it it was the worst it was the worst offensive performance I've ever seen in my life. And I've, I've watched the last three years of Kentucky basketball not be able to play offense. Not this year, but the last three years, I, I watched Kentucky basketball at times not be able to play offense. That's unfair for me to sit here and say like they could never play it. But we all know the story. John Calipari stuck in the mud, parked the big in the middle. We, we know that. Okay, So I've, I've witnessed some slow, methodical, low-scoring basketball in my time. I'm covering athletics around here but but what i saw on saturday that that shameful performance in the first half gave a new meaning to despicable uh, if you're looking at offensive basketball and it, it, i don't i mean they did the thing what they always do they had played horribly in the first half halftime score 41 to 13 
And in the second half, they win by 11. <laughs> with 39-28 in the second half. Again, not that it matters because they still lost by 17 points. They won the second half by 11. And they still lost by 17 points. And Virginia wasn't. They didn't care. Like Virginia, Virginia scored 41 points in the first half, which for them is like scoring 100. I mean, that that's, that's a major accomplishment for that slow... In like, and that's not a net because they can at least score. But that slow, boring ass offense that Tony Bennett just snuggles up to uh, before he goes to bed every night. He's got to kiss his offensive playbook as boring as it is. I mean, ugh. So they, like, when you have Virginia score forty one on you, I, I should just be harping on the offense. The defense was equally as bad. You let Virginia score forty one. Virginia was just going. I mean, they hit everything. They just going to the lay the layup. There's like layup lines, layup lines for Virginia, uh, and, and it was. It was just gave another meaning to bad. They did beat Dunn by one point in the first half. They did. Yes, they did beat. Yeah, Dunn, Dunn had 12. Louisville had 13. So congrats on that. And Kenny Payne, you know what he is? He's a halftime coach, James. He's a halftime coach. He's got to he's got to have one half to get his bearings. You see, he's got to he's got to feel out the competition. He's got to see what they're doing. Then once he sees what they're doing, boom. Clicks. I don't even think it's that. I think, um, <laughs> you know, second half is just what it is. Other teams like, well, we've got it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're just chilling now. We're just we're just hanging out. But uh, only one, <laughs> only one Cardinal makes it to ten points or to double digit points. Is Trey Whitehead ten? That was your double digit score. And I, I see James Black's face. He's very sad. He's shaking his head. And and I, I feel I feel for you, man. I feel for you. Uh, but I mean, Kenny Payne, and let's go ahead and see here. I mean, he said it, James. He said he sees he sees improvement. Uh, let, let's see here. Is there <laughs> is Jody follow up with points in the paint? Happy <laughs> that makes me. <laughs> Jody Dimley <laughs> follows up with points in the paint. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, KP four. We've made progress. Okay, Kenny Payne saying in in Kenny Payne that they've made progress. Go ahead, play that if you don't mind we talk about it we you know we watch film we see where our breakdowns are um some of it is a mindset we can't let this be a thing that keeps happening we can't let this because you're right we have made progress um it hadn't shown in the win loss column but we are a better team than we were a month ago two months ago but we have to make sure that Whatever this is, I haven't given up on these guys. These guys haven't given up on, on themselves. We got to continue to fight. We got to be focused. We got to know that we got to fix this defense. And a lot of it's effort, anticipation, and talking. Effort, anticipation, and talking. The three wise men <laughs> of playing defense. He's right about that. that. It is mainly what defense is about, but Kenny Payne. It's it's January 29th. It's February on Thursday. We can't keep talking about this. All right, what's the next one, James? What, what, what's the next one you have teed up for us? I think it was C.L. Brown piggybacking off this last answer. Okay, C.L. Brown little piggybacking on a Monday. The defense, if it was more like technical compared to effort. So I guess if it is the effort issue, how do you approach it? How do you go about it? How do you you know try to fix those issues if so, it is an effort thing? So it's more than just the effort. It's the ability to talk and communicate. If two guys go to one, one of them should have talked to the other one so that we don't have this disconnect. 
So when I say effort, I'm also including in that communication. So it's not the effort to want to or to do it. It's I'm overthinking and I see something happens and for a second this guy looks like he's open and I don't say switch. And then two people run to one. We have to communicate with each other. We have to be in a stance. We have to make sure that when guys go to the basket, we're there to help, not just opening up the basket when we're there and the guy's coming at us and we jump, and then in the air we jump sideways and we leave the basket open and make a layup, (laughs) things like that. It's like jumping from side to side. A, what does that mean? I don't, even James whispered in my ear. I don't know what he's saying. Like and I agree. I don't. And, and you know what was really funny? I don't know if you all saw this or not, but whatever the halftime performance was, it was like a guy. It's, this, this video's floating around on Twitter, and there's a, there's a timeout. You understand, James? There was a timeout, and the team was holding around Coach Payne. And, like, the halftime shows, like, this dude with the blindfold. I don't know what he's doing in the middle. I don't know. What does a man with a blindfold do for halftime entertainment? I don't know what he's doing. I know one thing that's supposed to make you blind, but I don't think he's doing that. Not in front of a crowd. But anyway, he's got a blindfold on. And and Nolan Smith is locked in. On, on, Kenny Payne's up there trying to coach. He's trying to get his he's trying to get his understanding to his guys to communicate and play with effort. And Nolan Smith is like, huh? Ain't that cool? Look at this guy. And, and listen, Nolan Nolan Smith got the majority of the negativity on Twitter. And somehow y'all left my man out, Jump Man Josh. Jump, Josh Jamison is paying even less attention than, than Nolan Smith is. He's locked in completely on the halftime show. He ain't watching a thing. Like, like it, they were so disengaged. It, like, it, it's just, it's comical. All these coaches, whoever they are, Nolan Smith, Josh Jamison, Danny Manning, they can never work in Division One basketball again. Am I wrong about that? I like Nolan Smith. This this dude went from one of the biggest stars, allegedly. And, you know, this is what we were told. He's one of the biggest up and coming rising stars in in college basketball. And he's he do, like, well, I don't know what he does. He he, he he's watching halftime shows. And he, he's watching halftime shows. His family's berating media members while they're in the stands. It's a, it's 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 laughable. And you got Jumpman Josh doing the same thing. And Eric Crawford, God bless him, he's like me. He's got to write about something. I've got to talk about something. I mean, this is probably the most Louisville talk we'll do today. I know they play tomorrow at 9 p.m. against Clemson. Rick Bozich asked the question, uh, can they beat Clemson again? No. I know they beat Clemson. They're not beating Clemson tomorrow night. No. But but Eric Crawford's uh, – and I'm not picking on Eric because, again, I understand his his headline is still not working. For Payne and Louisville basketball, what happens next? And I, I here I ask that question with, who cares? What do you mean what happens next? Who cares? They're going to lose. They're going to lose more games. It's going to be bad. Fans are going to be pissed. They're going to want him to get fired this, like, in the middle of the year. That's not going to happen. He's here to the end of the year. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be Ethan Moore is going to have to, and, and Taylor Lynch are going to have more phone calls and more anger. Like, there's, no, there's nothing more here. There is no what happens next. And, I mean, look, it's a good article. I mean, Eric Crawford goes down and, and, and talks about, you know, just the, the, the I'll get to the Bart Torvik, uh, <laughs> Bart Torvik numbers later on in the show, but it says, on Saturday in the KSC Yum Center, Louisville scored a three. Louisville's eight ACC losses have been an average of 15.3 points 
points. A year ago, Louisville's 18 regular season league losses came by an average of 14.6 points. So they're worse. They're losing by more points than they did last year. He finishes it with, it's not really news to say, and you don't really need me to say it, but I'll say it anyway, this still isn't working. There's just, there's, and, and, and that's it. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing else to talk about. There's a, we can't win. No, you, you're right, Kenny Payne. You can't win. There, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. He, he has a closing window. No, the window's closed. There is no closing over the window. The window's been slammed shut and padlocked. You know what just I'm saying? Just keep plugging away, man. <laughs> can, you, can you play that again? Just keep plugging away, man. Just keep plugging away. That's all you can do. Just get, just keep Can you play one more Kitty Payne sound? I, I'm sorry, but I got to hear. I got to hear. Who who spoke at halftime being down 41-13 KP6? I got who spoke at halftime. I want to know I want to know who spoke. I just wondered in terms of halftime, you're down 41-13, you were down by 30. Um, was it just you that talked or did any players uh, sort of rally the guys or talk to the guys saying it was not acceptable? I think Mike James um, was emotional in the in the locker room. Before the coaches came in, um, look, we need more than Mike James. We need all the guys emotional. We need all the guys bought in. We need all the guys challenging each other to be better so that we, one player can't do this by themselves. We're not that type of team. We need guys to be maxed out or close to maxed out with their effort, their energy, their focus. You can't have a bunch of guys having bad games on the same day playing in the ACC. You just can't. Okay, let's follow that up with KP1 uh, questioning adversity. (laughs) Is that what you're talking about? All right, go ahead. Kenny, obviously the season's been an emotional toll on you. For games like this that just simply don't go for your way from the start, what do you do yourself to kind of overcome the adversity, and, and what will your response to this be like in, in just an emotional aspect? Um, I know the guys want to do well. To answer your question, that's a great question. Uh, for me, just keep plugging away, man. We, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep plugging away. We're going to keep pushing them. We're going to keep loving them. I love this team. I love these kids. Um, I think they can figure it out. I think they've gotten better. Uh, I'm in no way discouraged. I'm embarrassed because I don't want to lose. I don't want them to lose. I want them to succeed. I want them to overcome their barriers. Um, I want them to overcome their fears. And a lot of this is they got to get through it. Okay, yeah, we we got we got to get through it. So 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 there you go. And they play they play Clemson tomorrow night at nine p.m. Who, who pull who one more? Okay, go ahead, James. Go ahead, James. I am this. disappointed that we went over this two or three four days in a row and we came out and didn't play the way we needed to play to start this game um, the way that we practiced the way that we watched film the way that we studied them it didn't translate to the game and um, they came out and pretty much handily 
whipped us all over the court. Oh, <laughs> how, how, I want to know what a, what a what a Kenny Payne study session looks like with the team. It, I, did, it didn't translate. It didn't translate. Didn't translate, James. It, it didn't translate. I, I do like look. I do feel bad for some of the players. Like I, I think Mike James is a good player. That was I, a lie. I think that's not a lie. No, I, I think Mike James is a good player. Like, but no, just you feeling bad for the players. I can, <laughs> I can just. Can you imagine just going in, like game after game? Like I was a part of some crap teams when I was growing up. I was. I would like the football team I played for in elementary school. Like we we won one game a year. And, and, like I, I know how it is. It, it, not to the level of you're playing in Division One college basketball, but it, like you roll out there, you know you're going to get beat thirty five to six or whatever it is. Like I, I know the feeling, and it's hard to get up for those games. It's, it's difficult to be like, okay, I'm going to go out there today. I'm going to give my effort and give my all. And and, and and knowing what's down the pike, like I I understand that, but that that's Kenny Payne's fault. That's the coaching staff's fault. Uh, that's two years in a row they didn't have these players quote bought in or buying into what they want to do. Well, what do you want to do other than talk in in, in circles and 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 make up platitudes that don't really make sense? I mean that's that's the only thing that guys have to buy into is your word saddle salad and your gobbledygook. I mean that's that's basically it. Yeah, I can remember when I played Little League and my uh, father said he would give me a dollar for every point. And because of that, I like didn't pay attention to any game plan or no. I just was just firing shots. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. He's yeah, so like, do. "Hey, Dad, I got eight points. That's eight bucks, right?" No, I understand. You're right. They, they just need to start firing shots. They just start firing <laughs> shots. Like, can we do this? Can NIL? Can the five hundred two circle? I want Mark Blankenbaker. I want you on this since you're the vice president of the five hundred two circle. Uh, like, go to Mike James. Like, you get you get fifty bucks for every point. <laughs> or you, go to Brandon Only Hatfield. If you get a double double, you get you get ten grand. In a, in a gift certificate to Ollie's trolley, I don't, you know so, something like that. I don't know. It's a, some more incentive other than play for Kenny Payne and Louisville and the honor of Louisville basketball. But but you know we'll, we'll get to. I'm going to read some text here in a minute. But before we do that though, I, I, since we you know I joked on Louisville there for 20 minutes, I did have an experience yesterday, James. You'll like this. Are you ready? This is going to this is going to floor you. Okay. So yesterday. I had I, I was I was at the Yub Center almost all day yesterday. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exa- wow. So what, what was I doing at the Yum Center all day? So I was there from about eleven forty-five, and I left about oh three forty-five ish or so. Um, so my daughter's softball team was invited to the U of L women's uh, softball like kickoff lunch. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, it, it was we had, so the UFL softball team was there. There was a lunch served. Uh, it was delicious. The food was really, really good. Had some lasagna, some roasted potatoes. They had these 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 breadsticks with cheese in them. It was like it was like stuffed crust Papa John's, but just the crust. It was really good. And then um, they, like the, the players were cool. They they made bracelets with the kids. They did like the little rub on like cardinal bird tattoos. Like my daughter got one on her forearm. I didn't nice, like that. Nice. Yeah, I didn't like that too much. She made like a U of L bracelet, but they like signed autographs. They took pictures with the kids. They made TikToks with them on their phones. It was it was a really 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 cool event. So kudos and shout out to my man Jason Puckett, the MC of the event. You can also hear him uh, during the softball games. Uh, this, this this so shout out uh, this season. Shout out Jason. You did a good job. We had a long talk yesterday, the two of us. Then after that, James. Went to the women's game. How about that? Wow, wow, nice. I had some nice seats right Can't there. Wait to tell right, right there in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch. Got to watch Louisville beat Pitt and and, and Pitt. Oh my god, they're that's that's a bad basketball team. They're they're terrible. They're they're 
bad. I mean, they're not as bad as a men's pit team, but they're they're bad. So Louisville's, I watched the Louisville women's game. Then I went home, watched a little NFL, and, and Lamar Jackson let let America down. But uh, it was a nice day. Did you throw the L's up? I did not throw the L's up. <laughs> I did. I did not throw the L's up. I was very inconspicuous. I sat down. I, I, a couple people knew who this I was. Is for a guy being ints. So how many times have you been to the Rep Arena this year? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. I it's a long drive. I got stuff I got to do. I can't. I got to do the show, and then I, I got to go. I got to go to b- basketball practice. The CSAA tournament starts this week. They play th- Wednesday night at six thirty. You know, I got, I got things going on, James. I did do the UK live stream. Did you see any of that? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> what do you think? Y'all look good. Y'all look good. Now, <laughs> Thank I didn't. You. you know. I don't, you look good. That sound. Really <laughs> the good. sound wasn't good, but we look good. The sound was good eventually. Justin Sofro was going to fix. He fixed that. He figured it out. Right, right. Shout out, Justin. So next, shout out, Justin Sofro. So next time we do a live stream, the, the sound's going to going to be it's going to be impeccably perfect. All right, let's read some text here uh, before we get to a break and get old Gooby in here. Uh, texter Gobbly Goop Father. Texter, I've never seen a coaching staff so inept and lack self awareness. Repeated optic issues. Uh, texter, I thought U of L was uh, awesome. Women's basketball program don't they like 13 point halves <laughs> texter as a ravens fan they're in uh their inception since okay as a Ravens fan since their inception in 96 i'm so upset with lamar and his play in big games yeah flowers fumbled and even got a taunting penalty on the same drive should have never occurred if uh lamar gets the ball to him as he was open 15 yards mild card lamar oh wow even that's even a ravens fan saying that texter strebel the the ref screwed Lamar Blanken daddy. No, I'm not saying the ref screwed Lamar. I'm not saying that. He was not good. He he wasn't good, but the refs, they did let the, the Kansas City uh, uh, secondary tackle the Ravens receivers and Travis, Travis Kelsey makes me want to vomit like i hate i hate him like he he taunted ever and he never got a flag never got a flag anyone else taunts or if you if you if you if you sneeze in the direction of travis kelsey you get a personal foul flag i hate that team i hate him i hate him worse than duke that's how that's how bad my chiefs hate is now james i hate him more like duke duke is number my, my hate rankings used to be duke one louisville two Kansas Jayhawks three. That was that was the that was a lie. That was the triumvirate right there. That, Louisville's the, always been one. No, no, no. I hate Duke worse. I do. I hate I hate Duke worse than Louisville. That makes sense. Because because Duke gets the, all day yesterday. Yeah, because Duke. <laughs> yes, a good point. Because Duke got another pity call to help them win on Saturday, or their or their bum asses would have lost a fourth game or the third or a third game. Sorry, in the ACC. But the, you know we can't let that happen. But anyway, no. The Chiefs are number one now. Like I I, I just the whole thing with with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Tucker at the beginning of the game. Travis Kelsey throwing himself like big tough Travis Kelsey picking on the kicker. Wow, man, you're 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 a tough tough tight end. I hate that guy. Can't stand him. Can't stand Travis Kelsey. Can't stand like him and his fake relationship. <laughs> Makes me sick. Man, that's the most awkward. Like that kiss wasn't real. Like she, like like she kissed like his chin first. Like it was the most awkward, like un like unnatural kiss I've ever seen in my life. I'm like neither one of them want to be doing this. Like I like like they don't want to kiss each other. It didn't look. I mean, none of it looked authentic or real. None of it. Not one second of it. I tell you what. 
if Travis Kelsey was suffering from erectile dysfunction, the place he'd go is Tri-State Men's Health. Because if you are suffering from erectile dysfunction, it could affect your life in a myriad of ways. It could affect your relationship, your confidence, your mood. I mean, it could, it could, it could, it could make you depressed. It could make you anxious. It could make you feel like there's something wrong with you, even though there's nothing wrong with you. It's a standard issue that many, many, many men deal with in their life. They could deal from it when they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, even more advanced ages. But it's, there's hope is not lost. Hope is not lost because Tri-State Men's Health, they have treatments that work when the pills and the herbals fail. Their treatment success rate is well over 90%. And guys, this is the best part. Sometimes these treatments can have you last an hour or more. So while you're in there, you know, batting zero, you can start batting a thousand right away. That day, you can go in for a consultation. It's $99. They'll give you a test dose in the office. If the test dose doesn't work, it's a free visit. A free visit. Do you know what that means? They put, they put their money where their mouth is. This is going to work. If not, your visit's free. And it's going to work. And when it does work, you can be ready to go that afternoon. That afternoon, that day, you and your, you and your significant other can be back in the bedroom doing the thing you know what i mean the intimacy it's on call today 800-900-9654 or visit tristatemenshealth.com taking care of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is with baptist health urgent and virtual care we bring you more options and greater convenience too with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Louisville's going to lose this game and not get not just lose. They're going to get their teeth kicked in. Oh. Notre Dame is going to win 35-14. Oh, wow. Kentucky's going to win this game. Oh, man. Kentucky's going to go down there and beat Georgia. Oh, man. How about you hear that, my, James? My just so we're clear, you say Louisville's getting blown out and Kentucky's winning. Yes. You're going to get killed Monday on this text line. <laughs> I don't care. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. Hey, tonight the Jeff Walls show over on 93.9 The Ville, 7 p.m., so tune in for that. That'll be live uh, from Parlor in J-Town. It'll be right after the Cardinal Insider, then Louisville basketball back in action tomorrow at 9 p.m. as they take on Clemson. Ooh, 9 p.m. game. Oh, uh, who, uh, our Alex White network coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. After the broadcast, tune in to the Coors Light postgame show with Ethan Moore. Thoughts and prayers Ethan, who by by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Hello, Max Godby. Uh, welcome today. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How Good. You, doing? you look cozy today. I'm cold. You're cold? Are you okay? No, I, I'm fine. It's okay. just it's a cold day. I've it been, is a cold day out there. I've been outside a lot today, and it's it's deceivingly cold. It is. Yeah, I was out there for a little bit today, and, and I was like, I brought a, as you see, I brought a coat, but not like my heavy coat. It was just like kind of like that, that mid tier coat. And I was like, oh, this will be fine. It's not too bad. Then I was out there for about 20 minutes, like, no, this is a lot. I need, I need a bigger coat. It, but 
also cold in here too because we have the air on. I mean, we do have the air on. Yes, the reason why my jacket is still on <laughs> and zipped up it. to the top. He, he he looks like he he looks like Kenny Payne with his his uh, quarter zip all the way up to the top. But Ethan, speaking of Ethan Moore, did you all see Ethan Moore? Uh, he he gave uh, like a speech in front of the governor. How about that? I was very proud of Ethan Moore, who is an educator, Oldham County educator. But uh, congrats to Ethan Moore. Very proud of my friend. That's awesome. Uh, talk about uh, raises for teachers and the importance of you know education and, and, and all that really good stuff. So shout out Ethan Moore. So there we go. Now, Max and I... We uh we had a really good time on Saturday. Those of you that that haven't seen it yet, we did a live stream along with Justin Sofro who put it all together, and then Anna Big Tarullo. Shout out to Big shout that. out for Sofro. Did a great job uh, producing that, getting that out there. Justin, uh, all this from a slice I got my gold. Sofro, and when we had a blast. Now it was it was a mess, a train wreck. Yes, train wreck. You you started out by belching. Yes, yeah. The, the very first sound, the very, and I didn't know we were going live yet. I'm like sitting here, and the belch was to get myself ready, you know, for the. I said, "Go ahead." That's why Selfro was saying, "Hey, we're going on now." <laughs> I didn't hear that. And then you belch, <laughs> and then I belch. At that point, I think I was on. So I started off on my phone, and that wasn't working very well. So I went to my computer, but there was all this echo and all these things. But it, it still ended up being a really good time uh, watching the game with you all. It was fun. We'll do more of those in the future. I can't this Saturday. Uh, I have a uh, my a friend of mine's turning 40 so I, I i'm obligated to go not obligated i want to go to his birthday and he came to my 40th birthday so i need to you know go and show up to his as well but we i'm looking forward to doing more of those this is a good time you get to see you get to see uh Bax's son uh you get to see anna's dog and you got to see three of my four children i didn't bring the baby out he was asleep obviously i don't think it would be good if i brought a sleeping baby not very entertaining but no it was a very good time and uh i urge people you can still check that out and watch it there on espn uh Louisville Plus, uh, find that on YouTube and check all that out. So, so Max, how was your weekend? Other than the uh, the live stream, what else did you get into? That's a good question. What did I do this weekend? Uh, been having some issues with my truck. I've been kind of. Oh no, my, it's not bad issues, but right? it's, it's this was what was great about my old truck because it was an 05 mm-hmm. and dude, you could hit that thing with a missile, and it was still chugging along. It was it was going to be fine, and. I got a new truck. This is the first time I've ever had a tr- uh, a vehicle greater than 2005, like in like the 2020s. Oh now. wow! So like, oh yeah, you said that. I didn't know that. It's, so a, you're- it's a 2020. Yeah. How about that? Big yes. baller. Yeah. Let's well, go. I, I, I don't know. I I bought the strip <laughs> model. When, I was like. Have you seen the uh, prices of stuff? I was like, nah, I don't need all. I don't this. need all this. I don't yeah. need leather seats. I don't need I the don't, seat warmer. Do you have the seat warmer? I don't need that. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I, okay, I don't need it. I, I got. I drive in, a van. Um, I got into um, the vehicle, and when I first got it, I was like, dude, I don't need all this stuff. Like, I don't need Bluetooth. I don't need a backup camera. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that just comes standard now. I was yeah. like, alright, I'm sold. That's it's all just I part need. of it, yeah. That's yeah all the Bluetooth's are a part of it. The camera's a part of it, so, so but it's nothing yeah. serious. It's, it's just, not serious. It's just been a, it's been an ongoing issue, and so I tried to fix it myself. Didn't work, because, again, I'm not a, I'm not a mechanic. Right. So, um, that's, that's the... 
that's the downfall of being a self-proclaimed DIY guy. Eventually, it's going to come back and bite you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, I, I, I took it in, and I was like, hey, can you fix this for me? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I like you came with your tail tucked between your legs a little bit. Oh, I've been there. I'm not, I'm not throwing any yeah. shade to you at all. I've had to do the same thing. Like, I can fix this. And then the most difficult thing I ever did a self-help like thing was I replaced a blower motor on a furnace. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Now my engineer friend came and helped me do it, but I, I did that. It was years and years ago. I went out and bought it. I bought the blower mower at a at a, a local store here. I called him up. Said, "Can you think you can help me install this thing?" Boom. Got it done. I did that with a switch in your uh, washing machine. Yeah. So you know how if you. We, we this washing machine was my parents so it was like 1992 it was a gift that <laughs> right. they gave us it's like here here's our old uh washer and dryer because we're getting new ones because yeah. we can afford it here's your ones from 1992 and it kept breaking i kept fixing it it eventually got to the point where the switch inside so when you would lift it yeah it um because it was broken inside it shut the whole thing off as a safety thing right and so i was asking one of my buddies who was a plumber and i was just like so what do i do to fix this and he goes i wouldn't fix it i was like just override it and just not have a safety mechanism on it i was like is that legal and he's like I mean, you would have to disclose that if you ever sold the house right that this was happening yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and so i i overrid it at that time our son was like a newborn so he's not going to be able to climb up into the washer right do anything do like anything. that right, right it's like so basically it's as long as my wife and i aren't stupid with it it's, it's fine. fine yeah yeah it's, per- it's perfectly fine but it was when we sold our house when we sold our house you had to put on the disclosure form <laughs> washing machine's not up to code yeah it, 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 yeah if you have a small child to get the washing machine maybe get another one yes. or, or monitor the small child well good i'm glad you had Specific, a good weekend they specifically said we do not want this washing machine, so we had to get it out. <laughs> oh, you had to take it out of the house. Had well, that, to take it out of the yeah, house. Yeah, as long as they got their own washing machine, you're you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So you made out well in, in that situation. Yes. You just took the washing machine out. It's all good. Well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. We watched the Kentucky game together. Uh, Cats win 63-57 on the road in a game, Max. Where uh, the, at least in the first half. We're all watching that game, thinking to ourselves, oh my gosh, it's going to happen again. Kentucky's going to lose another one on the road, back-to-back. They lost earlier in the week against South Carolina. Their offense, I was talking about Louisville's offense being stuck in the mud at the beginning of their game and only scoring 13 points in the half. I thought Kentucky was going to have a very similar half. They were stuck on four points for like eight minutes. Uh, yes. They finally picked up the scoring. Uh, they are only da- they were down two at halftime, 26-24. Uh, came back, won 39 31 the second half overall of course the story of the game uh antonio reeves 24 points in 37 minutes he did his thing like he normally does and then really uh max i think the game changed in the second half where john calipari moved reed shepherd over to the primary ball handler on offense now reed shepherd didn't have a good start to the game but he ended with 14 points uh two of three from the uh from the three-point line 
Four rebounds, five assists, four steals, only one turnover. Just a really, really good performance from a guy that that didn't perform very well uh, on the road to South Carolina. Also, Rob Dillingham uh, did not play because of a stomach issue. Uh, good game by uh, Uganda on Yenso. He played the most out of the bigs. He played 25 minutes, six points, three blocks, and uh, in, in, in four rebounds. Uh, so, overall, Max, uh, what did you gather from that? game as John Calipari and the Cats went on the road 63-57. Dude, a win's a win's a win. Yeah. I mean, as <laughs> ugly as it was, and especially for again, it, this team has shown over and over again even against a awful offense like Arkansas has. Mm-hmm. I mean, was basically able to dictate their will at any moment until late into the second half. But you look at Kentucky. It to me, what was it that I talked about on Friday about how South Carolina picked up what Texas A M was doing to Kentucky, yes, which was bullying them, being the physical. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas is not a physical team. However, you look at that game; that's exactly what they did. They played they, physical. Yes, they played physical. They tried to push Kentucky around, and it worked for a half. And a half of a half, it yeah. worked. And to me, though, you got to see, again, you, you look at the numbers and you look at how um, that your guards had to pick up with Ant- uh, Antonio Reeves, with Reed Shepard. I think even with Trey Mitchell, I mean, still got a double-double. Yeah, he did, 10 and 11, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that game you had to rely on your you had to rely on your shooters you had to rely on your guards and you had to rely on the perimeter which if you would have told me that on Tuesday after just losing South Carolina I said this is a guarantee of losing so this Yeah you were you you did you pick up I think you picked them to lose on Friday I I don't remember. I can't remember. I, but it was no, we, not to cover. Not, I think, yeah, I think yeah, that's win, what it was. But not yeah, to win, cover. but not to cover. Yeah, you said they win, which they ended up covering somehow. But but no, you're right. I mean, Max, you look at and you're right. You look at the the perimeter. I mean, they've got to get more out of. I mean, Aaron Bradshaw zero points. Uh, Zvonimir Vitic only played two minutes. Max, but after that that dynamic performance, that dynamic debut, he played. I think like four or six minutes, whatever it was at South Carolina. Only two minutes here. It's like John Calipari doesn't trust him when that game is physical. Yes, he he pull he pulls him out. Doesn't does didn't put him, put him back in. He he got two rebounds and that was it. I, I, I would like to see him, you know, be left out there a little more, but. I guess when Uganda's playing the way he did, and then Adu Thero, he came back only 12 minutes, one point, not too much. He did have six rebounds. And then, you know, Justin Edwards only played nine minutes. Lost his starting job. It was the first game of the season that Justin Edwards did not start. He uh, he started Adu Thero instead. And, like, at this point, I think that was the right decision. But there's the, the big guys need to like they had to separate themselves one of them eventually yes. max has got to separate himself from the rest of the pack i don't care who it is i don't have a dog in the fight if it's you got on yenso good if it's aaron bradshaw good if it's vonamir visich good I, I just need one of those guys to establish himself as the primary big and they've got to score some points i mean they aaron bradshaw took one shot Ivicic, no shots. On Yinso, four shots. Between the three of them, they took five shots. Ivicic, I mean, I'm sorry, on Yinso was three or four, though. I mean, he had, he had six points. He looked pretty good. So, is he is he the guy pulling himself away from the pack? It, it seems like it. Well, right now, of the three bigs that you got, you got six points out of them, all from on Yinso. Yeah. 
So, I mean, to me, it it has to be. At, yeah. that, at that point, it has to be him that's kind of pulling away on this. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, again, part of me wonders kind of these growing pains on the defensive side. Mm-hmm on how that's going to contribute once you start getting more into SEC play. And I think once you see which big is able to be strong on the defensive side. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's going to that's going to dictate everything. It's a good big point. Z, big Z can show he could be an offensive threat, but can be bullied when you're playing a physical game mm-hmm. and he's having to play defense. Aaron Bradshaw, kind of an in-between kind of guy. Yeah. I think just not middle road in a bad way, but he's kind of uh, balanced. Yeah. He's balanced in his in his style. I think Onyenzo brings that defensive push that you need for this team, especially if you're going to get defensive rebounds. I mean, you look at, yes, you, you look at yesterday – they got out uh, out rebound defensively. Mm-hmm. Arkansas got thirty three, Kentucky got thirty one. Uh, offensive rebounds again got out rebound. Yeah, Arkansas with eleven, Kentucky with eight. Overall forty four to thirty nine in Arkansas's favor. Exactly, and and it, it still goes back to that point of do total amount of rebounds matter in the grand scheme? In just as a stat, no, mm-hmm. no. It's it's not like we're looking at percentage of missed blocks in yeah, a Kentucky it, football game. The blind. Yeah, that's yeah. a substantial stat. <laughs> that, 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 that matters. That's a red flag. Yeah. But it, it looks at an underlying issue because even though rebounds aren't a critical stat, mm-hmm. they can lead into other critical stats. Points in a game, perim- field goal second percentage, chance points. second chance points, yeah. turnovers, stuff like that that can really be uh, yeah, turnovers, fouls. I mean, they, they could play in so many different aspects. If you're able to control the game on just defensive rebounds, mm-hmm. and I think this is what this team needs, Yes, it, it doesn't need to be a defensive juggernaut. It has shown it doesn't need to because that offense is explosive. Yes. And they were better on defense Saturday. They, they, they were. They were. But it, again... It was against Arkansas. Yeah, who's that, really bad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's still kind of proven. 57 points to Arkansas is kind of like 75 points. Well, because, yeah, they, I mean, they're 10 and 10 overall. They're 1 and 6 in the conference. And then, I mean, you go back into their games in the SEC, Max, to your point. I mean, they're scoring 57, 51, 64. Uh, they scored 78 on Texas A&M and, and, and one by one. Against Florida, they scored 68 points. Against Georgia, they scored 66 points. Against Auburn, 51. You're, they're, they're, not, they're not an offensively gifted team. I mean, they, they, they average in the, in the mid-50s, low-60s. Is, is what they're averaging in FCC play, and it's terrible. So, no, that, that's a good point. Again, defensively better, but it's Arkansas. This exactly. Is, this is where they score. <laughs> a glaring stat, to yes. say the least. Glaring, yeah. And and it, it, something that I, I'm I'm going to start making my like I'm going to start carrying water for 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 Antonio Reeves because I just want to read this to you. So, Rob Doster. Uh, Field of 68 and C- or used to be CBS. I don't know if he still does CBS or not. I know he does Field of 68 stuff. Uh, but anyway, he puts on Twitter and, uh, and, and, and the, the Antonio Reeves SEC Player of the Year All-American stuff needs to start 
picking up steam. Rob Doster uh, tweeted this out. The Antonio Reeves All-American movement needs to be louder. This dude has been incredible this season. He's shooting 50, 43, 89, so 50% uh, from the field, 43% from three, 89% from the free throw line, while averaging 19 points for a top 10 team. Okay, so that's that's what Antonio Reeves is doing on a on a on a nightly basis okay and then more from cbs he was they they do their winners losers of the weekend type deal he was viewed on his own as a winner for the weekend so let me go ahead and okay winner kentucky uh, kentucky's reeves continues to shine that's what it says number six kentucky ride the ship with a 63 57 road over arkansas just days after a loss at south carolina being uh, behind a big 24 points from senior guard Antonio Reeves. On a UK team loaded with NBA talent, and on Saturday, missing Rob Dillingham, Reeves again led the way in scoring, as he's done all season, to help the Wildcats to a huge road win. There's four more talented guards in college basketball but uh, than Reeves, but you'd be hard-pressed to find one who is both as important and underrated as Reeves is to UK's success. And to the underrated part, I, I would say that the trend is starting to flip uh, in his favor as people are now starting to pay attention more to Antonio Reeves and and what he's doing and what he means to this Kentucky basketball team. That's who he is. He's just like his mother. That's how she played. <laughs> now he's talking about Reeves or, or Reed Shepard. <laughs> I never figured it out. <laughs> it's, it's, has to be Reed Shepard. Has to be Reed yeah, Shepard. I think so. <laughs> but no, man. I mean, he's and the, another, and so it's been like a it's like a three three man race, Max and James, uh, in the. SEC uh, Player of the Year race, okay? Here here are the numbers, okay? Here are the numbers. The three guys are Dalton Connect from Tennessee, Antonio Reeves, and Mark Sears from Alabama. Here, here are the, here's their averages. So Dalton, Dalton Connect, 19.5 points per game on the season, 28 points per game in SEC play, uh, and he had four 30-plus uh, point games. Antonio Reeves, again, 19 uh, and a half points per game per se- on the season. 18.8 points per game in SEC play. He had one uh, game where he scored 30 or more. Mark Sears for Alabama, 20 points per game, 21.1 points per game in SEC play in two 30-plus point uh, games. So this is, a, this is a race where those three guys are going to take it down to the wire. And look, Alabama's playing a lot better uh, basketball. They're, in the, they're back in the top 25 I watched them beat LSU Saturday night, uh, late into the night. That was that was fun. That was actually kind of a fun game. Um, but no, I, I, Antonio Reeves, the, the, the groundswell for Antonio Reeves' appreciation is starting to build, and it, it needs to. The, the guy's been nothing short of phenomenal this season for Kentucky. You have been singing his praises all year. I have. I, no, I, I've been a lonely voice in the wilderness when it comes to Antonio. Because look, when he came back, it was just one of those deals where, oh yeah, that's a nice bonus piece. That's a good. That's a good shooter to have on the floor. That's a good. You know, he'll be a good leader. I I didn't expect him to be the best offensive player we have, and to have improved defensively as much as he has. He was a defensive liability last year for that team. I mean, right. everybody that they played would target him and go right past him. He's doing a better job guarding than honestly Rob Dillingham and DJ Wagner right now. I'd say Reed Shepard and and Antonio Reeves are your two best perimeter guards. So I I just I, I need to continue to sing his praises and and get him the recognition he deserves. Not that like I'm going to make any type of dent in it, but if if I have a platform, damn it, I'm going to use. 
use it. You, you, essentially, what you're doing is being like, I was for Antonio Reeves before it was cool. That's exactly right. And I you're, was and you're, for and you're Antonio going Reeves. to gatekeep like no other. <laughs> a, I, I don't have many takes that are correct. This is a correct take that I've had saying how good he was going to be. It's a take I'd battle Andy over. Like, Andy didn't think hardly anything in Antonio Reeves. He didn't need to. This is this dude. He, he wouldn't go as far as saying he was, a bum, he was a bum, but he'd be like, the only thing he could do is shoot threes. He's come back and proven more than that. So I've been battling on behalf of Antonio Reeves since last season. All right, let's go he ahead. He go to that school, and that kind of threw everyone off. He was going to like a mid-major. Or something. Oh, Illinois State. Yeah, no, he yeah. well because he went because that's where he transferred from. He went to take class. Remember, he did, went to classes yeah. there, and people were like, "Oh, he's trying to get out of Kentucky," which he was trying to do. Like he was, right, he wanted was like, to go Illinois, to Michigan. I was like, Illinois State. Maybe he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just trying to get more credit so he could transfer to Michigan. And thank goodness he stayed in Kentucky because Michigan's a train. Like you have, the, you have, you have DePaul, Louisville, Michigan. As far as like your Division One joke teams of the season, those are your three top contenders there all right let's read some text here and take a uh take a break uh let's see here uh seems like the tennessee kid is putting up better numbers than reads in sec play he is an sec play absolutely uh reads is definitely having a great year especially for uh a kid that didn't seem to want to be at uk in the offseason no absolutely texture i think the coaches let lamar down yesterday with a terrible game plan against the chiefs well, we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about that next segment i i i i'm so mad uh texture respectfully disagree rebounds are a critical stat missed rebounding opportunities are as bad as turnovers i agree okay yeah, no, it, 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 it was all based on a text that we had a few weeks ago of like just the stat itself may not be mm-hmm. the biggest deal but it is a stat that can lead into other stats that are absolutely critical if you, yeah, that's if, my take on it if you're if you're if you're not rebounding well it could be a symptom of other woes right if, yeah if you're getting out rebounded by like two rebounds mm-hmm. i'm like okay well that's not a super big stat but if there's a substantial difference then it is yeah that's what i meant especially by on offense offensive rebounds that that to me is the exactly. big key like if, if they have 11 offensive rebounds and you have three that just means they're getting their guys more shots absolutely uh texture uh round daddy bangs has been hyping reeves for two months but you probably didn't know because you're too busy listening to those bums diener and blank yes that's exactly right <laughs> i've listened to those bums diener and blank they're not bums texture of course rebounds matter each rebound is one less position for the opponent texture i still think aaron i still think aaron bailey caught the hail mary from jim harbaugh against pittsburgh even though i've seen Video evidence numerous times. I don't know what that's about. Texture, I thought, I thought for a long time uh, Max was the AJ Hawk on the Pat McAfee show. He didn't have a lot to say for a while, too. <laughs> Max says stuff all the time. Uh, Texture, are you working the St. Paul Super Bowl party this weekend? It's not this weekend. It's next weekend. But, yes, I'll be bartending at the St. Paul Super Bowl party. Uh, yes, uh, on February the 10th. Yeah, February 10th. That's the day of Super Bowl. I'll be there. So come out and say hello and support a good cause, uh, which is funding the school. So it'll be a good time and we'll enjoy ourselves. All right, let's take a break. On the other end, we got to get to these playoff games. Uh, I, I, I want to see, see what Max thinks about uh, the, the Chiefs-Ravens game, 49ers-Lions. I, I think he's heartbroken over the, the Lions game. I am a little bit as well. Uh, and more here as we roll along today on the round table. Our friends at BJ Heating and Cooling, they're going to keep you warm. Uh, if you don't want to uh, do what I did and do a self-fix, uh, because it could make things worse. I mean, I just put that out there. Anytime you look something up on YouTube and think, okay, I can fix this, nine times out of ten, you're going to make it worse. So go to the 
the experts that can help you out and not cost you even more money in the long run. And that's BJ Heating and Cooling. That's who I use uh, around here at ESP in Louisville. They're a local factory authorized Bryant dealer teaming up with the Bryant Douglas equipment. And they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable again. And don't forget those Bryant mini splits. If you don't need the entire unit fixed, you just a room you're looking to uh, to upgrade, make it cooler or warmer, whatever it is, the Bryant mini splits can do that for you. Okay, They're cheap, they're effective, they're easy, and they save on energy costs as well. Give BJ Heating and Cool today to schedule a free estimate or get 0% financing for three years with approved credit. They're a locally and family-owned company celebrating over 40 years of servicing Kentuckyana. Call the experts that I trust, BJ Heating and Cooling, bjheatcool.com.